This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Warning. Listener discretion advised. A slut with morals is explicit in every way. The following episode contains persuasive language. If any of these things do trigger you, stop listening now or listen with a friend. If these things do not trigger you, then please enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Hey guys, it's Ruby. Thank you so much for tuning in. So this is my very first podcast episode and I just want to thank all of you, the ones that really ushered me into doing this. A lot of you actually asked for this. So thank you very much for doing so. I actually was on a podcast last Sunday and it was so much fun that I said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. So cheers to just cheers to all of you. Now I, I put out on my Twitter and I put out on my Instagram What is a question that you've been, a personal question that you've been wanting to ask me about myself? So without further ado, welcome to A Slut With Morals. The very first question I was asked came on my Instagram account. And it says, how did you become so comfortable in your own skin and with your sexuality without worrying of being slut shamed? And honey, it's this. When I was younger... I started noticing that the people that were really controlling were very critical about me, my body, what I did, even with my finances, even with my money, were the people that I most cared about. It was people that I looked up to, people that I wanted to make proud, people that no matter what I did, I couldn't satisfy. I just couldn't make them happy. And so I realized I was pretty fucking miserable trying to make all these people happy when the person that you should really worry about making happy is yourself or your kids, you know, if you have children. So I just quit listening. I quit giving a goddamn fuck and I lived my life for me. Now, whether it was going on a vacation or road tripping or a concert or yes, sex, especially oral sex, giving and receiving, I just decided that if anyone was going to make me happy, it was going to be myself. So I stopped worrying about labels. I stopped worrying about a type. I stopped worrying about what if, what will people think of me if I do this? Now, there's a lot of people out there that are secret sluts, which are people that, this is men and women, okay, that kiss and fuck, but they don't tell anybody. But I just stopped worrying so much about what everyone else thought of me, and I just started living my life for myself. And let me tell you, your life really changes when you make that first move in making yourself happy. Because how are you going to even be able to make yourself happy if you're always worried about what other people are going to think if you decide to buy yourself a $500 purse? You know, 
what are people going to think if if you end up going on an expensive vacation that you paid for yourself? Damn, must be nice. Yeah, of course. But a lot of people don't understand that you worked really fucking hard to be able to get to where you are. You know, even if it's that vacation, even if it's a $500 purse, even if it's $600 shoes or what have you or whatever it is that makes you happy. What are people going to think if if I sleep with this guy? Well, first and foremost, people don't have to know. People don't have to know that you had sex with that guy. I mean, I talk about sex, but I don't specifically name names, you know? So I just, that's how I worry about my body. Guys, my body has given birth to two kids. It has survived a horrific car accident. It has pushed me to levels I never thought that I'd be able to get to. Why should I be ashamed of my body? Because I got a little bit of belly. Honey, if you knew the kind of guys I pulled, even though I have a belly, guys don't care about that. Guys give a shit if you have fucking confidence, you know? Guys care that, you know, when you put those heels on, when you can turn a simple outfit and you dress it the fuck up with some heels, style it up with some accessories and a purse, honey, you got it. Even though you're not the most beautiful woman woman in the room, feel it, be it, you know? It's about you. Not always it's about you, but it's about you. And how you see yourself, how you carry yourself, first and foremost. And then let's go on to question number two, which was, let's see. Dating and flirting as a single mom and the challenges it brings. But also being a hoe when you want to be and still be able to be there for your kids. So I was lucky. I work a night job. And by the time that I get home, my kids are asleep. So I do my shit while my kids are asleep. So in the morning when they wake up, mommy's home. Mommy's been very well fucked and mommy is very happy. Now that obviously can definitely change. I think dating as a single mom does get hard because sometimes you're dating and you think it's going great, but you, your kid gets sick, right? And so you have to cancel on a date or you have to cancel an outing or a hanging out or even a a dick appointment. And if you're with someone that's never never dated a mom with children, obviously, right? But there's moms out there that their kids don't live with them. But if you're dating a mom with kids and she has them full time or she has them most of the time, that can be difficult. And fellas, I'm so sorry, but sometimes if that's not what you're into, quit leading these single moms on, okay? Quit leading these moms into thinking that you guys may have a thing in the future if what you're after is just sex because she may be into that. She may be into calling you when the kids aren't around, calling you when the kids are in bed and you come over you fuck her brains out and bye-bye. She never has to call, you know, she never has to see you again or she doesn't have to see you until the next time she has a need. But if you're not into that, then you need to go ahead and you need to tell that mom what's up because nothing is worse than being broken up with because you have kids. Because in a way that's saying, hey, you're pretty cool, but I'm rejecting you because of your children. And that's fucked up. My biggest fear as a single mom is getting my time wasted. It's investing time, money, fuck, gas money to be able to go see you. And then it's just terminated without a second thought. 
that is really fucking depressing. It even makes me think like, dang, I wasn't even worth extra effort, you know? So that is my fear is wasting time with someone. And at the end of the day, they couldn't give another fuck about me. See, right now, that's not my problem. That is my fear. But right now, it's not my problem. Because currently, I'm not really looking for a boyfriend. Now, I am looking for something casual to turn into a relationship. But if that doesn't happen, that's okay. Now, another thing with dating a single mom is sometimes we use our social media. I don't put my kids on my social media, really. I, I don't think that social media is a place for ki- for kids. So I kind of I choose to keep them off them for a lot of reasons. First and foremost, Twitter is disgusting. There's people out there that will use your kids as everything and anything. And I, I just, I'd rather someone not pass a picture of my kids around and do whatever it is they do to children's pictures. So that's a really huge reason as to why I don't really put my kids on social media. Now there's moms out there that that's the way that they connect with family that's in different countries, out of state, what have you. That's fine. Do your thing. I'm not telling you how to raise your children. I'm not telling you what you should do with your own kids. Personally, that's just me. Now, so currently, I mean, like, that's not my fear. Going back to that is that right now having my time wasted or whatever, that is a fear of mine, but it's not happening right now. Shit, right now I can barely have a guy like me for more than two weeks before he's like, all right, I'm out, you know? And by like me, I mean, fuck me. Currently right now, I guess because I'm not in a place where I want to be, mentally and physically and spiritually, I mean, everyone's going to have, you know, that problem. But I also, I'm kind of like scared to really like someone and then they take a look at my social media and then they go, oh shit, you know, like they, and then they take it seriously. All of my posts on my Twitter, all of my posts on my Instagram, my memes and stuff. Like I'm really scared that at one point that's going to like go back and bite me in the ass. Because a lot of guys will see that and be like, oh, she's just a hoe. True. But if I'm with someone, I'm with someone. You know, I'm not exactly like out here just having sex with anything and everything. I'm actually really fucking picky. So if I choose you and I'm thinking about you and I want to be with you, best believe I'm just with you. Someone else asked me, what is this third question? I'm going to do four questions for tonight. Uh, This third question is, what are your anxieties and how do you deal with them? How do you stay positive amidst everything else that's going on? First and foremost, I masturbate every morning. I feel like that really sets the tune for the rest of your day. If you've had an orgasm in the morning, probably not a lot of shit could go wrong. You're already in a good fucking mood because you've, you know, all these endorphins are swimming around. Congrats, honey. Rub it out. Get it out of your system. Get it out of your system before you got to wake up the kids for school or rub it out of your system after you already dropped off the kids for school or they're on the bus, run the fuck inside, drink you a little coffee, rub it out, come and take on the motherfucking day. Now, if you don't have time, obviously you got to masturbate at night because otherwise it's just not going to work. Or if you can do it at work, that's what I do. Shit. Sometimes you have to in a stressful environment. My anxiety is though shit. Where do we begin with those, right? Like, what are my anxieties? My anxieties are fears of the future, not completing school, not becoming who I'm supposed to become, and not helping out you beautiful people. That one's my major thing. I feel like I was put on this earth to help people, 
and I'll be damned if I don't. But would I be damned if I do? No, right? My words here are going to be of encouragement. Bad shit's going to happen to me, but at the end of the day, we're going to figure out how we're going to rise above, right? I feel like that's the most important part of this is that, yes, I am doing this for fun. I'm also doing it. It's pretty much a journal of my week. So I will try my hardest to do one to three episodes a week. And a lot of the times I'll probably be really fucking drunk. Another question that I was asked, and this is my final question, is do I prefer pancakes or waffles? And the answer is waffles. Why? Because waffles have like butter and syrup pockets. Like they have these little pockets and you can literally fill every single pocket of syrup and butter. And it just makes the thing even more spectacular. It also reminds me of this one time that I drove down to Galveston with my family. Sure, everyone's going to be like, oh, Galveston. Oh, it's a man-made bitch. Like, how are you even going to like it? Well, I liked it because it was time away with my family and I got laid. There's that. I also got really fucking drunk and it was really great. But we went to this hotel and they had these waffles in the shape of Texas. And I was, Texans love Texan things. If you, nobody has ever figured this out. Texans have Texas all over their fucking walls. Like we just really love Texas. Texas is number one. Obviously you guys are going to be like, no, Oklahoma's number one or wherever the fuck you live. But a Texan will always say, I'm from Texas. All right. Everyone else will be like, well, I grew up in Michigan, but then I moved to Cali. So I'm from California and now I live here in Texas. Okay. So go ahead and just say I'm Texan now. Trust me, it'll go a lot smoother if you go ahead and say that. Everyone's always like, I've always wanted to visit Texas. You should. Some of the most beautiful women live here. I know this because my cousin's one of them. But that, I think that pretty much sums me up. I'm not, I'm really, I'm not going to get on here and I'm not going to like boast about myself. I'm not going to get on here and try to sell you on me. That's, that's not what the point of this is. The point of this is I'm going to talk about what I need to talk about. I'm going to have people ask me questions all the fucking time, and I'm going to answer these questions. I'm also going to go a little bit more in depth. Mind you, these episodes are only 30 30 minutes each, so I'm not going to do, you know, whole segments on just one question unless it gets that deep, but I feel like for now, this was a great start to a podcast of a slut with morals. Now, some of you are asking, well, what does that mean, a slut with morals? So a slut with morals is like, yeah, I sleep around, but I always use protection. Yeah, I sleep around, but I never sleep with married men or men in a relationship. I also would never go behind my best friend's back and fuck her dude. Those are morals. You see, when I was younger, my mom actually brought up something kind of similar as to what I'm talking about. She said one time to me, I remember I was in my closet. She had come over. I was picking out things that I no longer wanted to wear. I was going to give them away for donation. (laughs) And I remember my mom is coming in and she's on the toilet because, you know, my closet and my bathroom were in the same room, essentially. And she's like, wow, that dress is slutty. Okay, guys, I put that shit back in my motherfucking closet. Believe I'm going to wear it. 
and I still, you know, I'm going through my clothes. I'm pulling stuff out that I don't like anymore. And she goes, you know, if you're going to be a slut, at least be a self-sufficient slut. And those words stayed with me. And I said, you know what else I am? I'm a slut, but I'm a slut with morals. I would never, ever, ever go behind my best friend's back. Actually, my best friends could actually probably tell you guys about this. Whenever I'm with my friends and their dude or whoever happens to be there, is there sitting with us, chilling with us, talking with us or whatever, my attention is never on her man. My attention is on the conversation that I'm having with my best friend. A, I'm going to be here after you because I was here before you. B, Whatever you say is probably irrelevant because your point of view doesn't fucking matter. See, we're talking about girl stuff. How is a man going to talk about girl stuff? You're not a girl. Obviously, you can throw in your opinion and you can give me a different perspective. And I'll thank you for it. I'll thank you for it. But if you're there and you're just a yes man or you're trying to argue with our points of view that are both exactly the same, fact of the matter is I'm going to look at you like you're fucking stupid. (laughs) And you're like, Ruby, that's kind of rude. Sometimes I'm a little rude. Sometimes, like I said, I I have a list of morals that I feel if more people followed them, the world would be a better place. Another one of those morals is if I see something going on, I'm going to keep my mouth shut because even if you do me wrong, well, if if you do or say something or something you're wearing is, is... is disgusting or some of your manners are nasty or the way you act is horrible. I'm really, I'm not going to fuck with it anymore, but I'm also kind of old school and uh, I'd rather just keep my mouth closed and not say anything because I was raised with, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Right. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays are like, Oh, well, I don't give a fuck. Well, you know what? I give a fuck. I give lots of fucks. And the reason that I give lots of fucks is the reason that I am who I am today. If I didn't give a fuck, I don't think I'd be anybody. I don't think people would know me. I don't think I would have 36,000 followers or what have you on Twitter or 10,000 followers on Instagram. I wouldn't have these things. So sometimes if you're going to be a slut, at least have some morals. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to me rant tonight. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much once again for following me, for listening, for watching me on my live Instagram videos when I get super fucking drunk and I go on my little rants and my speeches and I'm dancing like a slut. I'm so sorry about that. So sorry. It's probably really terrible. But if you have any questions, please feel free to DM me or message me, or comment on something that you want to hear my opinion on. So thank you guys so much. So, so much. I love you all, and welcome to A Slut With Morals podcast.